I'm Chris Duke and today on Motors we're installing a nitrous system on a Mustang GT. A nitrous oxide system is one of the lowest cost per horsepower bolt-ons you can add to your vehicle. It's also a safe way to go as companies have spent a lot of time and money to make sure their kits are safe for your engine while at the same time creating a large amount of additional power. Nitrous Express has done this on their S197 3-valve Mustang kit. It's a kit that can be set to produce between 50 and 150 horsepower and with optional jetting that can deliver up to 200 horsepower. Now that's a lot of power for under $1,000. Now, these systems are designed to work with wide open throttle and since this is a wet kit that adds fuel to the mix, there's no need for a tune. Now, we're going to install their bottle heater, purge valve, and remote bottle opener so there's no need to get out of your car to turn on the nitrous. You just flip the switch and hit the throttle. Now before we get started, let's take a look at how this kit gets laid out inside your vehicle. Now to give you guys a good idea of all the main components that we're going to be installing in our Mustang, we've laid them all out on our workbench. These are the parts we're going to be installing under the hood, on the interior of the vehicle, and in the trunk. We're going to start by replacing our manual valve handle with this remote bottle opener, then install our 10-pound bottle in our trunk on the passenger side to offset the weight of the driver, and finally install our bottle heater. Our stainless steel line is going to be connected to our bottle, run all the way up to the engine compartment, but on the interior of the vehicle, we're going to find a safe location to mount these three switches. The first one is for the remote bottle opener, the second one is to enable the system, and the third one is to purge the line. Under the hood, we'll be installing their throttle body spacer to deliver nitrous and extra fuel to the engine, this fuel rail adapter block to supply the extra fuel, this purge solenoid to purge the line, and the wiring harness to hook it all up. Nitrous oxide increases horsepower two different ways. First, it's a liquid until it's released into the engine, at which point it turns into a very cold gas, cooling the air and increasing horsepower. Second, when the nitrogen atoms are met with the heat inside the engine, they break down, which causes more oxygen to be released. As a result, more fuel is needed. So, more fuel plus more air equals more horsepower. The tools you're going to need for this installation from the Sears Blue Tool crew include various ratchets, sockets and extensions, wrenches, allen wrenches, drill bits and hole saws, a nut driver, screwdrivers, some zip ties, pliers, wire cutters, crimpers and strippers, some electrical tape, a Dremel tool, safety glasses and a drill. We're going to begin under the hood by installing this nitrous plate between the throttle body and the intake manifold. But before we can remove that throttle body, we have to remove our air intake duct. Begin by removing this breather, then using a 5 nut driver, loosen these two hose clamps. That'll get that air duct out of the way. Then remove these two connectors, then using a 5 socket, remove your throttle body. For the two nuts that are on the bottom of the throttle body, you actually need a deep 10 millimeter socket with an extension. You need to remove these two studs that are at the bottom of the intake manifold. To do that, take the two nuts that you removed and two wrenches and lock them together so that you can remove it. Clean the mating surface on the throttle body as well as the intake manifold. Then using the provided gaskets and hardware, add the plate to the throttle body.
Since we're using new gaskets, you can go ahead and remove this factory O-ring gasket. Using a 5mm Allen head driver, torque down your new bolts to 89 inch-pounds. Remove this connector from the fuel pressure sensor and then using a 516 socket, remove these two bolts. Install the fuel rail adapter block using the provided 4mm Allen head bolts. Install the provided fuel line from the adapter block to the nitrous plate. We're going to go with our 22 jet, which is going to give us our low end 50 horsepower. Just insert it into this fitting labeled fuel. Then tighten them down using a 9 16th wrench as well as a 7 16th wrench. We installed the purge valve using the provided bracket and then the factory bolt for the fuel rail. Then we ran the purge tube down here past the valve cover. Use the provided stainless steel line to connect the purge valve to the nitrous plate. We're going to use our 35 nitrous jet to match our other side which will give us our 50 horsepower boost. Use a 7 16th wrench to tighten your fittings. To change the horsepower output of the kit, you need to change the nitrous and fuel jets. Refer to the provided chart to determine the matching jets. The jets are marked with numbers coinciding with the chart that are nitrous and fuel specific. The Nitrous Express system comes with this huge pre-assembled wiring harness specifically for the S197 Mustang. Now it may look a little daunting to install, but we're going to show you exactly where everything goes. Connect these two blue female blade connectors to the back of the fuel adapter block. Route the single red wire through your firewall to the switch that you're going to mount on your dashboard that will enable the system. Connect the male plugs to the female connections for the solenoids. Use the provided blade connector and T-tap to connect the white wire from the harness to the yellow wire on the TPS. The wiring harness has two black wires with ring connectors. Now there's one that has a white stripe, that's going to go to our factory ground. The other one's going to go to our 12 volt battery, but we're going to hold off on connecting that until we're all done. Install the relay and the control module to the firewall using self-tapping metal screws. We're done under the hood for now, so we can go ahead and reinstall our air duct and move on to the rear of the vehicle so we can install our nitrous bottle and bottle heater in the trunk. Hey, welcome back to Motors. Now before we install our bottle and our heater, we're going to install our remote bottle opener. All we have to do is take off our factory handle, install a new collar, a new handle, and the motor itself. Just make sure before you do this that the bottle is empty. 
Our bottle and our wiring are all hooked up, but due to some obstructions below the vehicle, we were unable to drill right through. So what we did is we welded some studs right to the trunk. For more information on welding, refer to our previous welding episode. Now there's a factory grommet back here in the corner. We're able to use that to poke our wiring for our heater as well as our nitrous line through that. Now all we have to do is hook it up to our switches. Using these same 3 quarter inch 5 16 self-tapping screws we used to mount the relays and these rubber insulated clamps, route the nitrous line and wiring for the bottle heater and valve along the subframe. Now just be sure to stay away from the exhaust and any pinch points as you run the line to the front of your car. Now we installed the three provided switches just to the right of the shifter knob on the center console as there is plenty of room and it provided easy access for the driver. Now all it took was a few drill bits, a hole saw, a Dremel tool, a file, and a whole lot of patience. Now you only get one shot at carving up your interior like a pumpkin because replacing these plastic parts ain't cheap. So take your time and always make your holes smaller than you think you need them to be as you can always make them bigger. And finally, connect up your negative and your 12 volt positive for your nitrous system and then reconnect your negative battery cable. First press the button to activate the remote bottle opener, then enable the system and purge the line. And now the nitrous system is ready to activate at full throttle. Well now that we're done installing our nitrous oxide system from Nitrous Express, we need to upgrade our spark plugs to some colder ones. Now to learn more information about spark plugs and how to upgrade yours, check out Season 3, Episode 10. Now in order for this kit to work properly, Nitrous Express recommends a plug that is one step colder than the stock, and not all manufacturers offer plugs in different heat ranges. The 354S plugs that we're using came from Excel and are rated at the heat range that we need. Parts. Brought to you by the Sears Blue Tool Crew. Now the first product I want to talk about on today's show is so huge that I couldn't put it up here on this workbench. That's why you don't see anything right now. Now it stands nearly six feet tall, shoots wicked laser beams, and is one of the most powerful tools that we have here in the shop. And by the way, you see it every time that you watch the show. So what is it? Well it's this monster to the right. It's a Craftsman 15-inch drill press. This thing loves to chew through just about anything with its half-horsepower motor. Now, it features 12 different speeds, ranging from 300 all the way up to 3100 RPM, a cast-iron table for clamping anything to it, including a vise, a three-spoke handle that can be mounted on either side of the press, an adjustable work light, a removable toggle switch to prevent unauthorized or accidental use, and a large cast-iron head for precision drilling. It weighs in at 174 pounds, so this monster of a drill press isn't going to move around on you while you're going to town on it. Now, it also includes a keyless chuck and a handy laser guide. Now, if this one is too big or too small, the Sears Blue Tool crew has got you covered because Craftsman makes benchtop and stationary drill presses ranging from 10 to 20 inches with as little as a two-third horsepower rating all the way up to one horsepower. Now you can check them out at your local Sears store or head to their website to shop online. And by the way, don't forget to pick up some safety glasses because you're going to need them. Now your stock 2005-09 Ford Mustang GT looks 
pretty cool coming off the assembly line. But if you want to add a bit of that retro styling to your front bumper, then you should check this thing out. This classic design concepts chin spoiler comes with all the necessary hardware and takes just about 30 minutes to install. It's made with rugged high pressure injection molding for added durability. And to save you time and money, check this out. American Muscle will ship it to you painted to match your factory color using the same base and clear coat urethane paint that Ford uses. Now give your Mustang GT a sleek and classic look with this chin spoiler available at American Muscle's website. And be sure to check out Motor Season 2, Episode 21, where we show you how to install this on a Mustang. Now aren't you just a teensy bit jealous every time your neighbor pops open the hood of his ride and it slowly opens up as if by magic without the need to use a hood prop rod or even barely his hands? Well, we are too with our Mustangs, which is why this product came along from classic design concepts for the 2005 to 2012 Ford Mustangs. Now whether you want to just work on your ride or show off what you've got under the hood, you've got to get these hood struts because they're the simplest, cleanest, and most convenient way to prop open your hood. Plus it has that major cool factor of allowing you to remove your factory hood prop rod which helps clean things up even more under the hood. Now their gas charge struts are of original equipment quality and these steel brackets are precision laser cut and powder coated in your choice of silver or black. The installation is simple too. The brackets mount directly to the factory bolt location so you don't even have to worry about drilling. In fact, you can head right on over to the Motors website right now and look for Season 2, Episode 22 to learn how to install it step by step. Now that was filmed live at the 2009 SEMA show in Las Vegas on a 2010 Mustang GT. This really is a no-brainer for Mustang GT, V6, and GT500 owners and costs just under 100 bucks. Now for more information, head on over to our website and click on that old parts button. The manual shifter on an 05 to 09 Ford Mustang GT isn't the quickest, especially when sliding into third gear. Now once again, the aftermarket has come to our rescue to provide a better solution, thanks to this Steeda Triac short throw shifter kit, which is available for the S197 Ford Mustang GT with the TR3650 five-speed manual transmission. And a nice added benefit to this shifter is that it uses the stock shifter knob, which means that you get to keep the one that you've got inside your vehicle, which ain't too shabby. The base handle and beam are made of billet aluminum to be lightweight, durable, and CNC machined for a perfect fit. And upgraded bushings help reduce deflection during hard shifts. Now, missing that third gear shift is greatly reduced due to the tensioned internal spring that helps guide you straight into third gear. Now, if you'd like to learn how to install this Steeda Triac short throw shifter kit, check out Motor Season 2, Episode 11. Or if you'd like to pick one up for your ride, just head on over to American Muscles website. Letters, brought to you by E3 Spark Plugs, born to burn. Well, it's time to get to your guys' letters. Thanks for sending so many of these in. Now, before we get started on these, I want to remind you to go to facebook.com slash motors TV or twitter.com slash motors. Now, our first one's from Jacob Hill, who's on YouTube, and he asks, why isn't motors on TV? It should be. But Jacob, man, it is. It's been on TV for uh, like a year and a half now. Um, the best thing to do is to go to our website at www.motors.tv slash TV to find out where we currently are, which uh, is satellite TV, broadcast, cable, and a lot of other places throughout the country. So head on over to our website and click up on that first menu. You'll find a link to see where we're currently airing the show. Now Calhoun writes, hey Chris, can Motors TV do a show on transmission work? I know it's a broad topic, but my four-speed and my 95 Ford F-150 5.0 isn't shifting right. I'd love to see a show on this. 
P.S. I'm loving the Ford symbol on the fridge. Well, Calhoun, check it out, man. It's no longer a Ford fridge. That was actually a 24 cubic foot Kenmore fridge that we've had for years, and it didn't really fit into all the new Gladiator stuff. But thanks to Gladiator Garage Works, those guys are great. They hooked us up with this new Chillerator. It's a 19 cubic foot fridge that's more energy efficient. It's a little bit smaller, which is fine, but it's more fuel efficient. Now, as far as transmission work, well, this next season, we are gonna be building up a Chevy 350 engine. So the logical step after that is the transmission and then putting it into a vehicle. So just keep on watching, we'll get to it. Jeremy Case asks, can you use the eraser wheel to remove factory vinyl stripes from a Mustang GT? Well, Jeremy, you sure can. You probably already saw our quick tip video at our website called how to remove emblems from your vehicle that showed how to use that eraser wheel. We also used it in episode six of season three, which was our Mustang body kit episode. Now, what I recommend you do is just start with your fingers and a little bit of elbow grease. Start picking those things off of there. If the adhesive is on there too good, grab a hairdryer or a heat gun. That'll soften the adhesive a little bit. And once you get them all the way off, take a clay bar and clay your paint and then put a fresh coat of wax on top. Now John had a question about brakes. He asked, I watched your video on replacing brake pads and rotors for the Mustang. Like most cars, it's the same procedure. I need to know if I do it the same way you did it in the video, will I have to bleed the brakes? Well, John, we actually have two episodes where we worked on brakes on a Mustang, season two, episode nine, and season four, episode nine. In the first one, we just did pads and rotors, and the second one, we did a whole big brake kit upgrade with uh, new stainless steel brake lines as well as new calipers. Now, if you do any of that stuff, you're definitely gonna need to bleed your brakes, but if you're just replacing your pads and rotors, there's no need to do that. Now, Nate Guerra had a really good question. He asked, hey, Chris, one of my favorite aspects of the show is that it's filmed in a home garage. Please keep it that way. I saw the garage makeover episode. Is there anything else you can add to show what's possible in a garage that size? Well, Nate, pretty much everything is possible. As you can see, after 60 plus episodes and four seasons of Motors TV, we've done pretty much everything in here. Now, there is one limitation that I can think of, which is lifting a vehicle. Our F-150 is lifted six inches and has 35 inch tires. When we roll it in here, it's got about an inch to spare above the roof. You can't really go any higher than that. Other than that, I can't really think of anything. Maybe paint? But I did talk with a guy at the, the SEMA show last year who did his 69 Camaro paint job in his two-car garage with a buddy. They just got some materials at their local hardware store and they took care of it. It looked great, I saw it in person, so it only proves that there really isn't anything you can't do in a two-car garage. And finally, James Castellanos wrote in, and he's got a really good question. Here's what he said. Hey Chris, I love watching the show. My question is how can I make my 2005 F-150 more economical while adding performance? Well James, like we mentioned earlier in the letter segment, you can put on an E-Fan. When we did that on our F-150, we noticed a huge improvement in performance as well as fuel economy. Now another thing that you can do is upgrade your spark plugs to E3 spark plugs. And you're in luck because I read your letter on the show and everybody else that wrote in and I answered their letter, they get free spark plugs as well. And whether you have your 5.4, 4.6 or 4.2, I already checked it out for you, they do make these for your engine, which is really cool because you'll be able to experience it firsthand. Now to find out more information about E3's technology or to find out if they're available for your ride, just head on over to e3sparkplugs.com.
we're done installing our nitrous system from Nitrous Express, we can take our 10-pound bottle down to our local shop and get it filled up. It's going to cost us about 50 bucks. Now, there's some more information that you should know about nitrous oxide. First, it's a non-flammable gas, so you don't have to worry about your vehicle blowing up on you. Also, it's odorless unless the manufacturer puts in a scent. Now, it's a cold gas, so when it turns from a liquid to a gas, you need to be careful because it can burn your skin. And finally, you want to start with a lower horsepower jets and work your way up from there. Now, for more information on all the products and the tools we used in this episode from the Sears Blue Tool crew, just head on over to our website. We'll catch you next week on Motors. Ready? Action! Remove this connector from the fuel pressure sensor. Or try to. Next, install the Craftsman 22-inch mulching blade on the front of the throttle body using the unprovided hardware. And now the nitrous system is ready to activate at full throttle. Giggity.